You are listening to Announce, Season 3, Episode 16, The Warsaw Ghetto Angel. You are listening to Announce, a podcast providing inspiration, ideas, and wisdom through engaging stories, commentary, and interviews so you can live life better. I'm Jim Fugate, and it's my privilege to share an ounce with you. This episode is the true story of a part of the Jewish Holocaust in which a bright light of goodness and courage can be found. During World War II, and after the Germans had invaded Poland, they began to move forward with their final solution, the extermination of all Jews. Part of this plan in Poland involved displacing and moving Jews from their homes into a single segregated 16-block neighborhood in Warsaw. The Warsaw Ghetto was increasingly sealed off from the rest of the city, and the entry and exit points were controlled by the Nazis. All of this was prior to transporting them in cattle cars to prison camps, where they would be used as slave labor, or worse, where they might become lab rats in medical experimentation. And then they were slaughtered and buried in mass unmarked graves. Seeking to be more efficient, the Nazis tested several techniques of human disposal, including firing squads, poison gas, or just bashing them in the head with a club, prior to cremating their remains or just tossing their bodies into pits. But under the noses of the Nazis in the Warsaw Ghetto, there was an angel that was able to rescue 2,500 children. In 1942 and 1943, Irina Sendler was able to organize and carry out a rescue mission with the help of the Polish underground, known as Zagat, and others in religious communities. Irina was able to get a permit because of her work with the Warsaw Social Welfare Department to enter the ghetto where there were 5,000 a month dying from starvation and disease. She entered into the ghetto with an ambulance and smuggled in food, money, and medicine. She smuggled out Jewish children and babies, several of them each day. The children were taken out in body bags, potato sacks, coffins, and covered up by stacked materials. One infant was even smuggled out by a mechanic in his toolbox. Once out of the ghetto, Irina had another enormous task, finding families to adopt the children and raise them as their own. There was the challenge also of coming up with forged papers and finding ways to temporarily house the children and infants. Well, families were found to take them in. They often stayed with the Catholic sisters or other religious orders, groups Irina had confidence in. Irina, a mother herself, said the hardest task was convincing parents to trust her with their children. She said they would ask if she could guarantee their safety. She told them she could only guarantee they would die if they stayed. With each child, Irina kept careful records. Who the child really was, their families, who took them in, and the Christian names they were given. She took these vital and highly sensitive records and buried them in a jar to be retrieved when the war was over, when it was safe, so that the children would know who they are, so they might have a chance to be reunited with their real families. Irina was captured by the Nazis on October 20th, 1943. She was promptly and efficiently tried and sentenced to death. But knowing she possessed so much information, her execution was delayed until they could torture it out of her. The Gestapo interrogated her, systematically breaking her feet, 
and her legs, but they did not break her spirit. All they got were the carefully pre-prepared lies that the underground had agreed would keep the Nazis busy and not betray their mission. Just before her scheduled execution, Irina was rescued by the Zagat, but she remained on the run for the rest of the war. After the war, much of what Irina Sendler had accomplished was forgotten. Then, in the early 2000s, a high school honors history class in Uniontown, Kansas, discovered an old and obscure magazine article that referenced Irina saving those 2,500 children. To them, and to their teacher, it was a story they had never heard. It intrigued them. They researched further and rediscovered this amazing chapter of history. Irina's story, and the 2,500 she saved, and so many more children and grandchildren of the 2,500 are now remembered, first in a play written and performed by the senior class in Uniontown High, and in a book titled Life in a Jar, and a movie, The Courageous Heart of Irina Sendler. Recount the nearly forgotten heroism of Irina Sendler. Typically, as many true heroes feel about their actions, Irina Sendler did not think of herself as a hero. She claimed no credit for her actions. I could have done more, she said. This regret will follow me to my death. The students who rediscovered her story got to meet and honor Irina before her passing at the age of 98 in the year 2008. So, here's the ounce. The Uniontown High School history class motto was, He who changes one person changes the world entire. No doubt, what Irina and her associates accomplished in 1942 and 1943 took courage. They changed lives for the better. They changed the world as well for over 2,500 people. But changing a life for the better doesn't always require acts of courage and bravery. In most cases, your life will not be at risk, generally. It just requires a little kindness, a little attention, a little time, and a little love. Go ahead. You can do it. Change the world entire. And that's it. An ounce submitted for your consideration. Thank you for listening, subscribing to, and sharing an ounce. I'm Jim Fugate, and I'll catch you next time. Want to learn more about the Irina Sendler story? Go to irinasendler.org. I-R-E-N-A-S-E-N-D-L-E-R.org. Or just do a quick Google or DuckDuckGo search and you'll find a lot of material about the mostly unknown hero, Irina Sendler. Thanks for listening. Hey, check out our YouTube videos at youtube.com forward slash at an ounce podcast. That's youtube.com forward slash at symbol an ounce podcast.